0: I'm Katie. And I'm Kay. And you're listening to the Babes of Quinny podcast. This episode is sponsored by Fit with Holly. Holly is a fit babe, helping people achieve their fitness goals in a judgment-free zone. After going through her own fitness journey,
1: Holly decided to start helping others on their health-focused fitness paths.
0: Whether you're a fitness junkie or have no idea where to start in the gym, Holly is here to help you achieve your health and fitness goals.
1: For one-on-one coaching or to be inspired by a kind-hearted, funny, realistic fitness baddie, follow Holly on Instagram at fit.with.holly.com. Hey
0: Stop. Okay Hey So we're doing We're time traveling today We're right? time traveling Because I will be in Costa Rica right now And you can all hate me That's fine I definitely am I was gonna say like a little bit jealous But I'd be lying Like you're a lot jealous? Oh big
1: jealous <laughs>
0: 100% I was like you're not
1: jealous? I don't know No Um. Because it has Today is what Thursday? It has dumped a whole bunch of snow on us So you could not be leaving at the a better time.
0: For a while, I was like, oh, it's so nice. Why are we even going away? So the snow coming, I'm like, yeah, we're going away. So yeah. excited. It's we haven't been, been away together. Jenna and I, to test our relationship when we first started dating, we went to New Zealand together for a month. <laughs> That's a hell of a way. And a long time. Long time. And we had been dating six months. And we went away together for a month. That's Ballsy. Almost broke up. Well, she thought we were breaking up on a hike. We were doing like a two-day, three-day, two-night hike. And I made a comment that we we're not good at communicating. And she was like, are you breaking up with me? I was like, no. Uh, but we just need to work on communicating. We're not good at communicating. That's okay. <laughs> Still working on it four years later. I mean, I think that's one of those things that you always just kind of work yeah. on. But, um, so yeah, we're going, I'm going to Halifax tomorrow. And I can say it now because... It'll be done. It'll be done, but we're going to surprise my friend for her birthday. Well, her birthday happened, but we're flying in and we're going to the beaches concert tomorrow night. And Oh, that's fun. And then I'm flying back Sunday and then Jana and I are flying out to Costa Rica. So it's going to look like I'm like a fancy bitch, but I'm not. You kind of are. I'm sleepy. I feel like my brain needs it. Honestly, you deserve it because you've been kicking ass for a very long Thank time. Thank you. I'm just going to take the compliment because I struggle with it. Yeah, you should. I'm learning we're doing something pretty cool. It's not even just that. It's like all the things
1: that have happened in the last like, (laughs) you know, like year and a a bit or whatever. It's been a journey. And then, you know, planning on taking vacation, not taking vacation. (laughs) Did that in November. Twice. Did I do it twice? You rescheduled this one like three times. Yeah, I
0: did. Oops. But we're going. That's what I'm saying. I'm just proud of you. Yeah, I think I struggle. I'm learning. I have to learn to uh, balance work and life. Mm-hmm. And I I put work first a lot. I'm gonna have them like forward all of your emails to me. I actually that reminds me I should put like an away note in away way note might my and email. then just send them all to me. <laughs> um, but this week, Bab's World, what's going on? Um, in the next two weeks, not much. Not a whole lot. We kind of like just because you're going
1: away on vacation, we kind of just like pre-planned and you hustled.
0: Yeah, we're hustling to get these. You're hustling. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting these scheduled. So today is. The 23rd, this will be scheduled, and then March 8th will be scheduled too.
1: Yeah, so we have a pretty cool chat too for International Women's Day. Yeah, um, so that'll be fun.
0: This week, I just we literally just spoke to him because of the time machine. Um, Taylor Russett from The Grind. Should we tell people? Oh, I'm oh. still unsure. Um, I'm sure, he was great, he is just a bundle of joy. Um, just so happy. I felt bad because my brain kind of was like really full of things right now so my questions weren't processing as nicely as I was hoping but we I think we pulled it off I
1: think we did okay
0: yeah oh sorry back to babe's world we still have merch
1: yes we have merch we have toques which is literally great for hopefully the snow that's still here on Wednesday Um, we have very comfortable hoodies and crew necks and crew necks and we have stickers and magnets and, and pins. keychains and pins
0: you know you want them um, so. and there's a bundle discount yeah so you can get 15% off a sweater when you buy a hat with code get it babe I think I don't know it's in the show notes <laughs> yeah it's in the show notes so you can check there if you don't um, know
1: where to find it just DM us and yeah. we'll swing it to you
0: but let's get into this episode yeah let's with Taylor talk to Taylor okay Today, we are talking to a Campbellford local who grew up close to Horde Station. Yes, I'm making an agriculture reference in this intro. He is possibly the youngest guest we've had on the pod and has an incredibly impressive resume. He attended Carleton University to complete a Bachelor of Communications and Media Studies then continued on to complete a master's degree at Queen's University in management, innovation, and entrepreneurship. He took the knowledge and ran. He started Russet Photography in 2016 and captures people's genuine expression from family bonds, new engagements, enchanted love, and connection or a baby's first. In 2020, he opened the incredibly popular Grind and Vine in downtown Trenton. The Grind and Vine serves coffee and treats and dabbles in wine. The space provides a curated environment that prides itself on inclusion and accessibility. They also host one of our favorite events, Bitch and Bingo Drag Brunch. More recently, he joined the Board of Directors at TrendVal. He brings a youthful lens and is an advocate and mentor to other local area businesses. If that wasn't enough, he also volunteers with a gift from the heart and works with the City of Quinney West Events Department to bring entertainment to the downtown core. Babes of Quinny, please welcome the fabulous Taylor Russet.
2: Thank you for having me on the pod.
0: We're so happy you were on like our hit list. Yeah. Like when we first started, we were like, we gotta get them. We we're at
2: a networking event, and then you're like, I have this idea. Like we want to do a podcast, and I was like, I've always wanted to do a podcast. <laughs> you should
0: start one. Yeah, that what would be would great. You do it like, about?
2: A, like either like a coffee shop chat or like a sip and sip and tell kind of. Perfect. Podcast, I'll you know? produce it like for spill, you. The Ooh, yeah, spill the tea. Yeah, spill <gasps> the tea. Oh,
0: that'd be fun. Yeah. Like what is? It? You can talk shit about everybody. <laughs> That's all you do. You just talk shit and drink
2: coffee (laughs) Uh, that's what a lot of people do at the cafe you know Uh, you probably know so much (laughs) oh yeah you
0: definitely hear all the things Uh, I think that's why I go to coffee shops I'm like what are they talking about over there yeah it's that's fun. what I would do I mean that's why I
1: started a podcast so I can talk shit about people <laughs>
2: <Just But>
0: then <laughs> then we I don't out actually later. think I've ever talked <laughs> shit about <laughs> that's
2: anybody Not been out no.
0: <laughs> um, you grew up when I first met you mm-hmm. I was like where are you from and you said Campbellford yeah. and I was like have you ever been to Horde Station yeah. and you, you grew up like your family so my
2: aunt and uncle own Horde Station Sale Barn
0: I'm obsessed with that
2: yeah so, so like, like I grew up like like moving coddle uh, working there with my grandfather And, uh, yeah, my aunt and uncle still own it to this day, and I'm thankful that my parents decided not to be farmers. Oh, Uh, so
0: you didn't grow up farming. I I didn't
2: grow up farming, but um, the rest of my family did, so (laughs) we made the break.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's always one in the family, I feel like, that does that.
2: (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Is it your mom's side or dad's side? It
2: is my uh, dad's side, and then my mom's side farms as well, but they're uh, in Sterling. Of course they do.
0: Just farmers find each other. It's like Farming for Love. That's a new show. Yeah.
2: Ooh. Yeah. Is it like they Love were, Island.
0: Or yeah, like, but yeah. with farmers. I think they were casting
2: in like BC or something. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like so they're gonna be like hipster fun farmers.
2: Hipster fun farmers. Yeah. In
0: BC, I don't know. Then you got like like Alberta farmers or Alberta like,
2: farmers. Yeah. That's next
0: level farming because they're farm. I they're could talk oil. about this all day. Oil. It's that oil money. <laughs> Is it
1: oil farming? Do you I, farm oil? oil?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm from
1: Northern Ontario. We cannot farm
0: there. No. Do you farm oil there? What do you farm there? Gold.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh there you go. Yeah, okay, yeah, Okay,
0: okay. Like this actual, yeah,
1: bougie stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. so I grew up like Sterling, uh, but like in between Sterling and Camberford. So, yeah. Just
0: living your best little country life.
2: Country life, yeah. Uh, I didn't even know what a city looked like until I went to university.
0: Yeah, did you ever like come into town for <laughs> treats when you were younger? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well I went to uh St. Teresa's. Oh yeah. And so like I, read that. I had like an hour and a half bus ride every day so That's to get into Balbo. Yeah. So it was quite my rough. partner
0: did too because she grew up on a farm, so yeah. she'd like walk up, get on the bus at like six thirty and then
2: Then fall asleep the whole ride. Yeah. Every like my body just was trained that like for the hour and thirty minute bus ride, yeah. it was just asleep, like dead. And like I don't know, like I had to train that out of my system. <laughs> like every time I get <laughs> on a bus, I'm just like <laughs>
0: Does it have any cars too, or just buses? Just buses. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. It's like
2: the the position that you sit in when you're on the bus. Yeah, and you're like knees up. Just, yeah.
0: Were you the first kid on the bus? Yes.
2: Yeah, my I have a twin sister, so we were both. What? The, what? We were both the, on the bus. Uh, you uh, have
0: a twin sister. Yes, yes. So sneaky. Very
2: drastically different the two of us.
0: Let's unpack that. Why? How? Uh,
2: well, she's very, like, health science related. Okay. Um, she works for uh, KGH um, doing behavioral psychology, and wow. she's taking her master's in that. Damn, dude. Yeah. Your and parents so, like, very be... different. So you're,
1: but you're both, like, super... Like, it seems like you
2: both really love school. Yeah, we both... <laughs> well, <laughs> I tried to get it done as quick as possible. No, but...
0: I know, but, like, it's just... Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, we, you guys are both... Really, we like had a fun time in school, yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like your parents must be very proud. Like, that's two very successful children.
2: <laughs> they're uh, yeah, they're, my, they're quite proud. I, I'd say, and my mom helps me at the cafe for sure. Um, She's so cute. And, yeah, and so does my dad as well. So uh, they they love helping us out on our little passion projects that we have. I so. love that. That's so
0: cute. Your mom was there at, when we came at to Bingo. bingo.
2: Yes, yeah. She
0: was just sweet baby angel. And then my mom was there just making a scene probably. <laughs> like, she's a lot.
2: And when the room's packed, it's always so much fun. And it's such an electric environment to do drag brunch. Like, and, and at first I was like, oh, like, kind of like trying to curate this, like, Environment of like fun and comedy as well, but now it just happens. Like, we yeah. did one on third Tuesday night, uh, Sip and Slay Tuesday. Oh my god, and fine. um, th- there was a lot of slang happening. We had some like 80 year old woman saying some absolutely hilarious stuff <laughs> that I cannot repeat because we said it in confidence, uh, slip and slay. <laughs> So it's not every though. Tuesday now? No. Oh okay. So I got we're gonna excited. do we're gonna run it um every couple of months. But okay. our um, Sunday drag brunch is every Sunday. Is it? Or oh, sorry, every month. There's <laughs> gosh, that's Could you imagine? One <laughs> Sunday a month.
0: Okay, yeah. I'm gonna warn the listeners: you are on a juice cleanse right now, so we don't know what's about. You're yeah. probably delirious. Yeah, we I'm probably know. delirious.
2: We're doing a juice cleanse for a friend that has a holistic nutrition business. So I
0: want to have her on too. I'm
2: like a yeah, I'm like a test dummy right now. So <laughs>
0: She's like, let's see <laughs> oh this works. Yeah. I'd be
2: so miserable. Yeah, juice rage.
0: <laughs> I remember I did a juice cleanse once for two days, and I was so just like when I get bored, I eat. Yeah. So I, my parents lived like by the water, so I was like, I'm just gonna go fishing. This will <laughs> we, like, we didn't have fishing rods, I just took string down. I was like, This will be fine, it'll distract me for a bit. <sighs> um, you started uh russet photography young. Yeah. It feels like. What Tell us about that journey. What inspired
2: that? Yeah. I uh, had this photography teacher, actually, that I just took the course for, like, shits and giggles, essentially. It was an easy course to take in high school. Mm-hmm. It was a lot easier than art. Um, <laughs> and I wasn't being caught drawing. And so uh, I had this teacher at St. Teresa's that really took me kind of under his wing and, and saw, like, an art within my art. And I shadowed him in his uh, wedding photography company in Kingston. Oh. When I was like 16, 17, I guess. And he was like, you know, like, I've always said that I would never do photos professionally. Like, that's how I started. I was like, I'm never going to do this. It's just a fun thing to do. Like, I'm just Mm going to frolic around and take photos of cute things, you know. And then somebody had this crazy idea, this trust in me that to do their family portraits. And then it was a family friend of ours. And then I was like, I kind of love this. And then the same thing happened. I said I wasn't going to do weddings. And then I had a family portrait uh, couple that was like, "You know what? We're getting married. Like, would you want to shoot our wedding?" And I was like, "Uh, no." But it's <laughs> sh- a lot of pressure. Sure. Man. Yeah, it is a lot of pressure. Yeah. And like these things are held on for like Ever. lifetimes, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, or multiple lifetimes, if like they're handed yeah. down to family, right? So somebody had enough trust in me to to take their wedding photos, and I I absolutely fell in love with weddings and the and being a part of the process, and so that's why um, I started Russet photography. So for me, it's it's more about capturing uh, like the the couple's love and connection, and and putting that in a portrait and. So much has come out of that business and connections, Um like working together with a bunch of uh, amazing vendors, such as uh, like Holly McMurder and I work really well together, um, creating a collaborative uh, photography space. And then uh, friends like uh, Emma's Bridal in in mm-hmm. in Trenton as well, and Runway Bridal in Belleville, and a bunch of other photographers. We do creative shoots to stay oh, creative during so the year cool. as well. Yeah,
1: honestly though, like. When you, like, if I was photography especially, like, when you have, like, that eye, like, you've got it. Yes. And it's really cool that your teacher saw that in you and like helped you grow that.
2: Yeah, without him, like I was just texting him like last week about photography and and, uh, how he's grown as well Mm -hmm. in the past five years as a photographer. And uh, we were connecting over that fact and where we want to go with our photography businesses and our art as well. So it's always nice to keep in contact with like he he was half a a decade ago. He taught me about photography and we still connect today. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. I love those kinds of teachers. I wish I had, like, fun classes in high school. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I I have very memorable high school teachers yeah. um, that to this day come to the cafe and, oh. and support me and oh, um, I love that. give me positive reinforcement on social media and stuff like that. So I had a really unforgettable uh, high school experience that I could never trade. Um, yeah. And I, I definitely feel like it fostered a lot of um, definitely creative juice as well as um, motivation and um, go-getting attitude yeah. that, I, that I take forth with me. You definitely seem
0: very driven. You, like, I knew this, well, the first time I met you in person, obviously I lurked you on Instagram prior, because <laughs> I was like, who's this guy? Seems fun. But you were like, yeah, I have three businesses. And I was like, how old are you? You are a child.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the beard tries to hide so, yeah. the child, you know? And like,
0: uh. it's it's impressive, and you're very positive. Like, you have an effervescence. Yeah. An
2: effervescence.
0: Like you make I usually n- say
2: that about wine when I'm doing a tasting. <laughs> 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 like like light and bubbly, you know yeah. like <sighs>
0: um, did you do the photography business while you were in university?
2: Yes, yeah, so that paid for a lot of my um, undergrad um and, and I was coming home every weekend from Ottawa, wow. essentially, and fitting as many engagement sessions as many family photo shoots, and then usually a wedding in between there as well. <laughs> um, so I'd come home on Friday, shoot Saturday, Sunday, and then go back to Ottawa. And then within the week, between homework, edit, and get that out. My That's face like is two like, full-time jobs. Yeah, my face it was. is dropped
0: right now because my university experience is so different. I drank a lot. <laughs> <laughs> And do I use my degree? No. No, none
2: of us do. It's fine. It's my fine. brother has
0: three. They're all just yeah. hanging. I'm like, <laughs>
2: They're just hanging pieces of papers, and I don't even have the piece of papers. My, my parents my do. My parents have it. I'm like, when can I claim Mine's these sheets drawer. of paper back? Yeah. My mom
0: tried to hand me my, like, my, I got a diploma in environmental studies that are planning that I don't use anymore and yeah. she tried to give it to me I was like I don't want this <laughs> It's was like that's stupid can we please hang it in the new office yeah sure because it's just funny
1: at this point it's so funny I
0: don't use it and then so you went on and got a master's mm-hmm. did you know you always want to do that or what was
2: so I, I didn't actually want to go for further schooling I was trying to get out of Carleton as fast as I could um, just because I had this passion to work for myself and to, mm-hmm. to focus full time on my business but um It was just at the beginning of the pandemic and things were a little bit uncertain. So I thought if I'm going to go to further education, there's probably only one program that I really want to do. And it'd be to do like a condensed MBA program. And that's essentially what the MMIE program is at Queens. Um, You'd focus on uh, economics. um, You focus on uh, business marketing and sales and all different aspects of business on a um, hyper-condensed kind of month-to-month program. Mm -hmm. So one month you're focusing on sales, the next is marketing. So I said, if I'm going to do it, it'll be one full year, no breaks of school. And so when I applied, um, I... Just kind of applied like you do, and kind of maybe hope that you don't get in. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did. Yeah, and then I got in by my surprise, and um, was one of the youngest persons to ever be admitted in the master's program oh, at Queens for MMIE. Now that's not the case, but um, th- that it, it was at the time ast- astounding. Well, so to was know. it 2020? Yes, it was. Like that's still like three years ago. Yeah, like, you know
0: that's still very impressive. Yeah. My mouth is just like open. I'm just like. You're very impressive.
2: (laughs) But what I learned at Queen's was, like, there's so many different ways of doing business. And um, as I've experienced in owning the cafe itself is... There's different types of business owners and identifying who you are as a business owner is probably what I got out of my master's the mm-hmm. most. So I'm a very much a creative person, an ideas man, um, and and somebody that likes to execute on that um, when some people are better at the managerial side of mm-hmm. things. Uh, so... Working together in that collaborative master's environment definitely brought out uh, parts of me that I didn't know as a business owner that I would never have experienced Mm -hmm. if I didn't take that master's.
1: You can see it like in all of your branding and like the kind of like what was the aesthetic? Yeah, the like all of the things about I think the grind and your photography stuff. Like I get like I can see your personality in these like businesses which I think is really cool
2: Mm -hmm. because probably my way of doing business is I sell myself Mm -hmm. like as part of my company
1: yeah that makes perfect sense
2: yeah so like rest photography it's my name on the on Mm -hmm. the company so you're getting me when you're photographing your wedding you're not getting somebody else and and you're getting my eye so I want you to know me so Mm -hmm. like a lot of the times for my wedding customers I'm going for coffee with them before their wedding I'm getting to know them I do a free engagement photo shoot to try to to try to mm-hmm. create that relationship right um, and same with the coffee shop like I'm very much present in the front of the cafe um, because it's it, it's a business that I felt like we've grown from nothing to something, so um, I'm very much still present.
0: How? So did you start? I'm trying to figure out the timeline in my head right now. You were were you in your masters, and that's when you started the grind of mine? So
2: the day I started my masters was the day I started construction on the grind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like so you it's know like a t-
2: learn as you go, you know yeah. like
0: learn as you go, but
1: also educate myself
2: along the way. Yeah. So like half the time. I was booking my employees, which I, my my first two employees, I will never forget, Josie and Eva, who now has yeah. her own business as well. They put up with a lot of <laughs> shit <laughs> um, because I was going through school, yeah. um, dealing with all the social media stuff that was happening with the cafe, and uh, they were just kind of thrown in and, and, and trying to balance uh, what the pandemic was bringing to the cafe and managing that on a daily basis as well as trying to complete my master's was it was a, quite a juggle for sure.
0: Actually, that's three things because you opened during a pandemic yes what was that like
2: it was definitely the best way to open a food-based business I tell this to everybody that asks me like how do I recreate um because I'm doing mentorship through TrendVal does Mm -hmm. a mentor connect Quinty program for any uh people that want to get into the business atmosphere or have impediments to their growth um, will they connect people with expertise people with expertise in in certain spaces so right now i'm talking about youth getting started and 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 that growth phase and for me starting was was the easiest part um i had a the the business building owner uh that really trusted in my vision for what i saw as the cafe and i went full head over heels and and just opened and knew that i could just roll with the punches i didn't um, have to go into debt to open the cafe. So I think that mm-hmm. led for a little bit of leeway with um, being able to stay open without mm-hmm. that huge overhead. Yeah. And a lot of the times I was uh, laying off staff or um, cutting them back by keeping them on and allowing them to, uh, try to try to get them to work as much as possible because at the time, a lot of my... Uh, employees really wanted to work just for that social outing, yeah. right? Yeah. So I, I knew and understood that, which was good because I was doing my master's. <laughs> so I need to set up a computer and get shit done. Great.
0: You were. I'm gonna <laughs> learn this. you will to learn how to manage. Yeah. Oh yeah. My god. One thing, can we talk about your gayness?
2: Yes. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
0: Wait, okay, I wanted to ask so like I'm queer, but what do you identify with?
2: I'm a cisgendered gay man. Love it. Um and the interesting story that I'll tell you that I don't think I've ever told anybody on camera is the cafe is how a lot of my family and friends found out that I was gay. Wait, <laughs> they didn't Stop know. It. Yeah, because oh, you're
0: really? super straight presenting. Yeah,
2: so straight presenting, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was actually how a, a lot of um, a lot of my family members, the, like I said, family members, essentially uh, found out about um, my sexual orientation was through uh, <laughs> the incident at the grind and find. So. Oh. Oh. Yeah.
0: Like did your parents know? My
2: parents knew. Okay. My, my my all my immediate family knew, but it's my extended family that didn't know.
0: And so the incident, so I wrote this question. I said, "You are openly gay and fabulous. Unfortunately, people aren't nice."
2: <laughs> yes. And
0: there was an incident when you first opened?
2: Yes, like within a few months, yes.
0: And so they broke the front windows. Yeah. Like, homophobic people were assuming. Yeah,
2: it was like COVID was a hard time and I think definitely as you saw in Toronto and Ottawa, you saw a lot of heavy like vandalism and stuff mm-hmm. like that on mm-hmm. the rise. Um, so I think it, it feeds out of that is that people didn't know what to do with themselves. They were acting out mm-hmm. and that was a way of acting out. And out of that came so much great community orientation uh, and we have really rallied together. Um, like even a few weeks ago, I was speaking at the city council meeting due to um, another uh, bill to the, of a uh, conversation that was had at city council, and um, it was nice to see so many people out supporting, and even our city councilors that really mm-hmm. see um, the see the problem and the issue that they have in their community. And uh, it really translated into a community that is fully embodied and embraced together as one. Yeah. Which is the mantra of Quinty West, if you see the sign. Is it? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's all our welcome. Yeah. Well, uh,
1: I'm really proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like the, if I had, like, I don't, I have a 14 year old and a three year old, and neither, obviously, the three year old hasn't come out to me at all. But if my teenager was like, in a, I would know that you have a safe spot for her to like hang out with
2: some friends. Yes.
1: You know, like, and I think that's just just a very invaluable thing to have for a community anywhere really
2: yeah and like creating that space has been something that has been definitely um, heavily thought of by mm-hmm. me because I, I want to make it an approachable space but not an overbearing space mm-hmm. as well so well, um, you nailed it yes yeah. good 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 <laughs> to hear
0: yeah it is and it is a safe space I think that's so important someone who grew up not openly out in Belleville but mm. you know the community is getting better it, it's growing so much on how it addresses two S-L-G-B-T-Q-I-A-plus-plus peoples. Yes. And that's really special. And it's nice seeing you being a part of it and, and standing out. And I like it. <laughs> Makes me happy. Yes. Katie, you love the gym, right? It's complicated. It's an on-again, off-again thing. And don't even get me started on my complicated relationship with food. Well, when Holly reached out to
1: us to start a partnership, I was kind of nervous, to be honest. However, after chatting with
0: her and getting to know her process, I knew she was the perfect fit for us. That's so true. She is our kind of fitness fave. Holly works closely with her clients in a one-on-one program to give them the knowledge they need to succeed in reaching their goals. Plus, she reminds
1: her clients and social media followers of the importance of listening to your body and understanding the power of a balanced diet and lifestyle.
0: If you are new to the gym or are a seasoned regular but want to take it to the next level, Holly is the fitness babe for you. Follow Holly on Instagram at fit.with.holly.a and tap the link in her bio to connect. Well, that's my next question. Why did you pick Quinny? Like, did you always want to come back?
2: So I've had a love for the grind. I actually knew the first owner of it. Um, Mm. and uh, as a kid, I, uh, I just have always seen the grind and and the way it's grown. Um, so I had this like weird attachment to the place itself. Um, now I wouldn't say Sterling and Queenie West are very different uh, places. I love the hometown feel Mm. and everybody being very connected and as a community, I can't go to the grocery store without people saying like, Hey Taylor, how's it going? Like, how's... How's the grind and vine? And I think that's the part that I crave the most about living in a small community Mm -hmm. um, is knowing who I'm living with in my community. And I think that's why I like usually 23 year olds are like, that's how old I am. uh, You're
0: 23.
2: Yeah. I feel so old. (laughs) Are are moving to the the city and and experiencing the city. but. I have so much desire to know the people that I'm around and and that's why it, my my community is so big and and I love meeting everybody so.
0: I think that is a really as not as young as you. I feel old now, but um as a younger person like I'm going to fight both of <laughs> you. <laughs> but it is it is that community like I guess I tried to live in Toronto, hated it. Um, so, like, I moved to Kingston, and then I lived in Peterborough with my partner for a mm-hmm. while. But I always wanted to come back, and there is this, like, homey feel. And even with the podcast, there is this community that builds around you and supports you, and that's really special.
2: Yes. And, like, my family's here, mm-hmm. and, like, all my family is here, immediate and extended. So um, we're a very big family-based Unit, so we do a lot of things together, uh, whether it's like skiing or stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So it's nice to be very close to home, and my sister as well. She's just in Kingston, so um, if if I was that, it'd just be a little bit more inconvenient to see my family.
0: Sorry, this story is just in my head. So your family found, like your extended family, figured out you were gay from you opening the grind and vine. I just moved in with Jeanette. And all her uncles didn't know she was gay. Like all her farming <laughs> uncles didn't know she was gay. And after like a year and a half of me living there, one of the best roommate. You, yeah, they were like, "Why is Katie always here?" And her brother had to be like, "That's her girlfriend." <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's, just, God. it's just so funny. You're like they all just thought. I was her friend. Like
2: lived there. She had nowhere else to go. (laughs) I'm I'm just a
0: hobo, so I live here. We just took her. We can only afford one bed, so that's where I sleep too. It's just so funny. funny. That's so. What you said just reminded me of that. Like, yeah, you you guys will figure it out. (laughs) Who's your biggest support in all your businesses and your adventures?
2: I'd say my parents, uh, my mother and my father are my biggest supporters. They like they would drop everything at the drop of a hat to come help me. Like uh, Sometimes I'm short-staffed, so my mom will come and serve, as you've experienced yeah. at the brunch. She's lovely. So uh, I couldn't do what I do without the support of my my parents. As well, it's just like hometown family friends. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that just stop in the cafe to say hello and, and, and buy a drink. I probably wouldn't have the successful business I do today without the connections that like we've cultivated with family and friends. So that says a lot about who you are as a person
1: when people like, especially I find when people believe in you and you know, they like you, obviously they want to support you.
0: Uh, No, but I get what you mean about the community because you like you're involved in, I feel like you're involved in many things. So you work with the city of Queen West to plan events. You're, You're on the board of TrendVal, so you're definitely probably the youngest person there on that board. (laughs) (laughs) But it does seem like you're involved in a lot and and support the community, which I think then people want to turn around and support
2: you. Mm -hmm. Right? And I think like seeing, like sitting on the board of TrendVal too, I see that the businesses that do successful in our area are so connected and interconnected mm-hmm. um, through community organizations. And um, I think I found that out through like starting my business that you, have, you, you can be as much a business owner and a business operator as much as you'd like, but that doesn't guarantee the success of your business. It's how much you connect with the people mm-hmm. that are outside of your business. So like we, I bought a trailer um, at the... End of last summer to be a mobile pop-up grind and vine, and Perfect. so like it was my idea with it was that I'm getting to connect with people in an environment that's not mine. Mm-hmm. So yeah. say it's taking it to like the international festival here in Belleville or uh, like the waterfront festival, and yep. kind of cultivating those people at an event that. Are like-minded people are at but maybe don't know about the grind and vine mm-hmm. so even last night I went to I did a CFB Trenton I did a wine and oh, um, cool. wine and chocolate tasting and m- meeting a bunch of people mm-hmm. that are in the junior officers rank that didn't know about the grind and vine and I was teaching them about wine and they're like oh well I'll come out to the grind and vine like this was an amazing informative um wine night and they'll probably bring their friends and and have a good evening or a date night or something like that mm-hmm. right so
1: a networking king <laughs> um that's what I, I'm called Katie because
0: I'm a networking king
1: yes I love that. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well no because if you think about I think I attribute a ton of the success of this podcast on your networking skills because I am not a people person. Like I, I not am,
0: like taking compliments. Hang bad. out
1: in the, I'm hang out in the corner and observe everything, and I'll just you know behind the scenes, like leave me alone. You know, like people make me uncomfortable. <laughs> and, uh, I make myself uncomfortable. Katie's the one that's like out there, and she's going to like these business events. Like we had a thing last night. We went to the Quinny Women in Business.
0: Setting personal and business goals. And
1: yeah, yeah, no, just like in in meeting all the people, and then like she'll find guests and we'll connect with them on socials. And I think that's like been a big part of our growth.
0: It is. I think it, I, when. and i were running the farm that was my favorite thing to do it was i had especially at the farmer's market i would like make all these connections there's also like so much juicy farm drama all the time so i got to (laughs) learn all i think that's why i like networking (laughs) it's like i'm like what gossip do you have you can tell me (laughs) which maybe isn't great but and that's how i met you was at the chamber of commerce sharing
2: gossip no George. yeah we were talking shit about everyone No. no um
0: but I also think I need to get better at networking and not just going, hi, I'm going to talk to you.
2: <laughs> but you need that. Like so many people I know are afraid to approach others. And I think that is the biggest part of owning a business is like even I sometimes in some environments get nervous to approach um, either the business owners or something yep. like that that are there. But then I just have to remind myself, it's they want to talk to me too. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's a beneficial they wouldn't interaction. They would be here they didn't want to talk to people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So
0: I think too... I don't know what I was going to say. Not happening. Um, <laughs> what What was I going to say? My brain's not working today. I do apologize. That's
2: okay.
1: Okay. Completely different track then. What's been the most fulfilling project you've ever worked oh, on? Oh, yeah.
2: The most fulfilling project. I'll definitely. Well, <clears throat> On a like a manly level, it's fixing things around the cafe. Like uh, nice. when things break, I have never been the one to have those skills of like electrical or plumbing or mm-hmm. uh, just Whoa. general maintenance. So um, my dad and bought me tools for Christmas. So just this we're year? just tinkering, you know, we're just playing around with things. Are you just
0: tapping wrenches on things? I I think like.
2: That has been fun because it's not necessarily something that uh, like is a hobby or a career or something like yeah. that for me. But it's like I'm learning these life skills in 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 through my business, and I, I think that I get a lot of fulfillment from just doing the basic things um, rather than the high level marketing and stuff like that. That's my job, mm-hmm. but the fulfillment I get is like the hands on the ground like stuff at the cafe. I think.
0: What's your favorite thing you have fixed so far?
2: I fixed the sinks, which has been, like, a four-year thing at the cafe. (laughs) Like, before I owned it, they were, like, bad. And I was like, you know what? They're, like, one of those things that I won't replace, but I'll I'll replace at a later date. And they just kept leaking a little bit of water while they were so corroded at the bottom that I literally had to take a hammer and, like, like, break this sink apart to get these... Um the, the For
0: everyone. <laughs> he's making a lot of hand gestures. Hand
2: gestures. Yeah. The, the the faucet. Yeah. I had to get the faucet out of the sink. So yeah. that was a project. It took me way longer than I'd like to admit. And a lot of people in the cafe saw me do this. So did
0: you YouTube things?
2: No, I, oh. I, I didn't want to admit my, my fault on that one. <laughs> And here I am talking about <laughs> it. But, you know. we'll, we'll
0: bleep it all out.
2: Yeah. Beep 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 beep. <laughs> you would have had to do that to my YouTube video, but I got a, a celebratory glass of wine after. So oh, that's worth God. it. Yeah, yeah. I
1: also got tools for Christmas.
2: Yes. This I, is a trend
1: this year. I love this. I was like, I want to be able to do shit around the house, mm-hmm. and I the first thing I did was tighten one of my cupboard doors. Because yes. it got a little bit You're loose. like, just a little
2: bit loose. You're just like, here li- we go. And it
1: was just a little bit too loose. And I, I was late, and then I shut the door. And I was like, fuck
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: In true <laughs> it's it's a lesbian great fashion, yeah. I asked for tools when I was eight and mm. got them. So. Sick. I'm going to do tiling in the bathroom this oh, summer. Oh, I love tiling. I'm also a Yeah, you are.
1: Because I need... So my sister is also gay. Yes. And my mom... I was talking to my mom the other day, and I was like, yeah, like, I'm going to... You know, read. I'm going to finish the floors in the hallway in the kitchen and do the bathroom tile. Like maybe the summer, like maybe, you know, spring, summer before it gets too hot. But, you know, whatever. And she's like, OK, well, who's going to do it for you? I'm like, I have gays. And she's like, what? I'm like, I have a lesbian. I'm like, I have three lesbians. Like, I am fine. Yeah. And I'll she's just looking at me like, what the fuck? And I'm like,
0: mom, it's fine. She's like, well... What, how do they know I'm like YouTube it's fine I YouTube everything,
2: YouTube everything.
0: that's how I learned to like put up drywall mm. electrical I
2: wish I was that crafty I don't know my Something. brother's an electrician so oh, I'm yeah. a more design kind of guy like I could make the space look beautiful but like the general how to see I is can't where... make it look
0: beautiful mm. I can put you up a beautiful wall that's real practical real, but real practical. it's not gonna look make great make me
1: a pegboard wall I'm going to do an New one. jumbo-sized one, though. Yeah. I want the pegs to be like this. Okay. <laughs> Very <laughs> thick. I have a vision.
2: Yeah, vision <laughs> It, makes, it
1: wakes, makes way more sense when you see it.
2: That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. How
0: has the Grind and Find grown since it's open? Because now you do... Have you always done the charcuterie, charcuterie? boxes? Yeah.
2: yeah. So they came out of, A, not dining in, and... Um, it's kind of like a happy accident. Mm-hmm. I like started charcuterie boards as like this just tiny little appetizer to enjoy with wine at the cafe, mm-hmm. and now it's grown into this like. For Valentine's Day, we did 130 oh charcuterie shit. boxes. Right. I love so, when you
0: post about you have like an assembly line, and then all the boxes. It brings a lot of joy. Yeah, to me. it's
2: like a like a factory of meat and cheese and bread. <laughs> it's just yeah. what else do I
1: you need in life? Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Wine and it's like a adult lunchable. So we we've had a lot of success in our our charcuterie boards through catering, but also through like DoorDash and mm-hmm. online ordering. So it's something that we are here to stay. But we're doing this creative process right now with our employees and, and, and myself and uh, an outside chef. And we're coming up with a new menu for the cafe. So that's wow. fun. that's been a fun process that we've all been a part of. So
1: is there a sneak peek you can tell us about? Um, yeah. Like a smoked
2: salmon. Fuck yes. Like, Sign me up. Yeah. I'm there. With, like on a bagel with cream cheese in the morning. You know? oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that.
1: I love a good smoked salmon. Because
0: right now, you, cause do you still have Flossie's sandwiches? Yes, that come we in? do. So yeah. will you still have that or will you do? Yeah,
2: it? we'll still have Flossie's. Flossie's was one of the first business connections I made uh, with Kyle Kyle's when I started the cafe. And uh, and now he's become a good friend and I love working with him. And he makes some darn good sandwiches. He does
0: make some good They're sandwiches. So good.
2: <laughs> Sometimes I just like wake up in the morning and I'm like, I'm craving like his, like, eggplant sandwich. Eggplant or, parm one. Oh, uh, so good.
0: So good. Yeah. I ate a lot of those when I worked on that truck.
2: She like, was a, fri- a fry girl. Oh. Oh, the fries, though.
0: <gasps> I used to drop those fries, baby. Yeah. Just did like, but that's when he was working with, like, counter fryers, and we were just dropping fries, and that try so greasy by the end of the day.
2: <laughs> You're, like, sweating grease. I was, like,
0: I, and all these beautiful people on, like, their county trips were, like, coming I was, like, I'm great. Like, hey, I'm <laughs> It's me fine. slick this down and come talk to you what do you see because I feel like you're always growing and expanding what what is your next adventure
2: I think like I, I've had to myself for the next time like the next little amount of time that I'm, I'm really trying to focus on like work balance and as you've said probably the whole podcast that I'm. I have my hands in a lot of pots, <laughs> uh, maybe a few pans too. Like I, I, I'm you working around the kitchen. And you're just yeah, tapping yeah, and on, on everything. <laughs> so I'm. I'm really trying to focus on my, like my friendships and, and seeing my life outside my cafe, and I think mm-hmm. that is where I want to see my growth is like personal growth through that because the cafe is doing really well. I have some amazing employees. Um, we're just getting up to hiring some new employees for the summer. And then this post-pandemic atmosphere of summer, it should be interesting to see what a summer in Quinney West and the county looks like. So,
0: When did you start doing drag events at the cafe?
2: Good question. I think we've done like 12 drag events now. They're so
0: fun. Um,
2: They are quite fun. Uh, We've used the same queen, uh, Rowena, since the start. So uh, she's a Kingston drag queen, kind of famous because she's the first queen to be on a LCBO can of beer, and
0: oh. uh, so yeah, it's like the
1: wheat something, the
2: cream of wheat, the cream of wheat. Yes, and she's just her comedy and performance level is unmatched.
1: So good, she's so good. Okay, okay yeah. so she does this one song, this one Celine, Celine, Celine Dion. Dion song. Yeah, and it was on last week's. Episode of RuPaul's yes. Drag Race. Yes,
2: she just performed it on Tuesday. So
1: Gosh. I'm watching these queens perform this song on Drag Race, and I'm like, fuck. That I have seen a better performance of yeah. this song, so I Instagram storyed it, and I'm like, I hope you screamed a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, like, and you was... know the story that went along with that song too yeah. is Rowena oh. performed that in Napanee, and then like <laughs> that, that Celine Dion's cousin? cousin or something like that was at that performance, and I was like, my heart would absolutely quiver. Yeah, like, I'd be like, I would die a little bit inside. Just a little bit. You've
0: touched Celine, like. Well, you peaked at
2: that moment, and uh,
0: mm-hmm. the Kingston. Like, does Belleville have a drag scene? Or yeah, there's a few yeah. drag are shows okay. in, in, in
2: Belleville, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, But yeah, Kingston. I remember I was at Queens when I feel like the Kingston drag, like younger queens were coming up. It was so fun.
2: To and be honest, I gotta admit, I've never even watched Drag Race.
0: What? What Taylor? kind of gay are you? I know. It's embarrassing. I know. <laughs> okay. He's busy. He's busy. It's, he's it's busy. an attention
2: span thing yeah. for me. Like, I, I just can't. I need something with a plot.
0: <laughs> There's a plot.
1: There is so many plot. There is so much plot.
2: But
0: you go to like drag shows.
2: I do go to drag shows. And so I, I only really went to, I went to my first drag show in last year university. So and then made it a part of my business. So I love that. my first drag show was at the grind. At the grind. Yeah. yeah.
1: With my sister who worked at the lookout in Ottawa.
2: Well, I, I, that's where Lookout was where I found out about drag and yeah. it, um, I think, Adriana Expose was on yeah. the stage and I was like, what is this? This is so cool. I
0: think there's like, I don't know why as a gay person I'm like drag just like opens my heart like yeah. the energy queens bring to the stage yes. and that openness We I was in Ireland with my whole family I like smelt out the gay bar I was like we're going in family I yeah. took my whole family and we watched drag people were hitting on my brother I was
2: like this is great <laughs> like, this is a great environment
0: like is everyone having fun <laughs> like um, it was such like it's just so and so I love that you're bringing that to the cafe
2: and I think music too like I feel like a lot of of like queer culture is uh, surrounded by music and Mm -hmm. and 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 so i think that itself in drag is is so energizing Mm -hmm. um like i know like last performance on tuesday i was like can you play rihanna can you can you just can (laughs) you do rihanna for me (laughs) she wouldn't do rihanna for me rude i know also
0: when we were at uh drag bingo a police officer came in to use the bathroom and everyone was like losing it because like she was putting on this show, and then a cop walked in, we were like, is he part of it?
2: Every show, like, I genuinely just have a little bit of worry, every Drake show. And it's not to do with anything, like, with of, like, the people that are in the room or anything. There's always one variable that just goes whack, just goes, like, off the charts crazy. <laughs> oh,
0: she almost bumped all the wine glasses off the day we were there. Yes, yeah. And I, I think someone was like... <laughs>
2: I'm just like, what? How can one person just like be this? Like, it just the variables that they going chaos to this, They need chaos tattoo, and so the the last brunch too. She was outside in the street dancing in a snowstorm. Like, I mean that checks out. I was like, checks out. But yeah, the the cop that's happened two times, two or three times actually. They come in for coffee and then, and then get
0: they get a drag show
2: into the drag show. They're like a supporting actor at that rate. Yeah, yeah, oh,
1: that's awesome. That's so I think my favorite thing about drag is I have like big sads a lot Mm -hmm. of the time Mm -hmm. Um, and it just brings me like a comfort and a joy and the fact that I know that we can go for brunch and I can feel that you know happy warm fuzzies Mm -hmm.
0: and you know it's just it's just nice so thank you um, Can we talk about the snappy machine thing you have? Yes. Um, so, yeah. just, did you add that's part of russet photography now?
2: Yes, it that is. It's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah, it's a cool little photo booth. And I was at a wedding in Toronto, actually, and I saw this photo booth. I imported it from the US and um it's so fun and interactive so i've done like a few corporate events uh corporate parties and then weddings specifically too so the next it's going out for international women's day on march 5th so So it'll be at the um loyalist college for the shark tank so it's it's cool to see that because it's fun and low intervention photography is what Mm -hmm. i call it so like a lot of people don't like getting their picture taken but they're more Mm -hmm. than happy to approach a photo booth and take photos with friends so it's nice to, to get those yeah. photos as well it's
1: it's like kind of like a selfie oh yeah it's yeah. like a posed like selfie but you don't have to like be it's awkward about it
2: great
0: quality yeah, yeah and we, it's branding
2: and it's branding so I really love branding, branding moment yeah.
1: I took advertising in school. So like, yeah. that's like my whole jam. I'm like, can we brand it? Like, how do we?
2: Yeah. So like, you can even like ask questions to the user and like, you have like lead generation. E- like, yes, Lead generation and all this oh stuff. Goodness. So And like, so a lot of big companies, like the, it's the same photo booth that Kim Kardashian used for her birthday. I did the glam, like black and white glam. look. And now everybody wants And now everybody wants it. So,
0: and, and you have it. Is and that... I
2: have it. He has it. I have it, it in Trenton. So like we could be doing some Kim Kardashian style parties, but I got the photo booth. Can can should, just, Should we? Is, so is we, it my weird fantasy that I kind of want to do like a black tie, I think like no, super been, glam, cocktail y okay. event?
1: Hear me out. Yeah. <laughs> I literally dress shop for this event that doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. And I'm like, I would die for some sort of like, because I watch The Kardashians religiously. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, Okay, that's a baby shower, but like that's, a- <laughs> that's a baby maybe maybe you could have like a black tie baby shower. Yeah, yeah. I just want I want a reason to have a flower wall. I want yeah. a reason to like, you know, get Completely bougied out, yeah. for no reason, but to maybe drink too much wine, yeah, and sparkling,
2: I, of course, yeah, no, and it has drinking. to be in a
1: pretty glass. Um, is that is that what the photograph. Kardashians, drink? I
2: don't know. I feel like Ooh, like, like i just like thinking the champagne one with like she's pouring the oh, yeah, yeah on her booty, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I just so that's my vision of an event that I doesn't exist, that. but I think we should.
2: I'll help. That's been in my dreams. That's been in my dreams. Yeah,
0: I like that. I mean, idea wheel we're on. What would you tell some a young person getting into business or wanting to start a business?
2: A network, but mentorship. I think mentorship is a big key to success. Um, if I my mentors, I had three that I kind of talked to the most when I was starting out. Um, and they'll tell you the brutally honest truth and sometimes that's what you need to hear when you're in business. You can only see so much because you're working in the space. Even today, like my mom will tell me things that, like I didn't catch right like mm-hmm. either on our social media or at the cafe I, I missed something so I think having that outside knowledge of, of either the industry or somebody that you think mm-hmm. has a good eye for your work um it will really help you grow especially as a young entrepreneur because a lot of them are starting with it with not very much knowledge in the space right mm-hmm. I had zero food-based knowledge I didn't even work at McDonald's before I purchased the grind and Vine.
1: so it was just like it's for sale okay I want that
2: yeah, I have a vision. I was yeah, I had a vision without the execution, but I we made it work, right? I, I learned yeah. the skills that needed it's like to be. If there. you
1: one of those things. It's like just do it, like just jump in, be fearless, and just gotta hope for the
2: best. Hope for the
0: best. I think though too, like having a mentor is so important. So many people I've met in uh, Quinny have business mentors, and I didn't yeah. realize that was a thing because when we were running the farm, there was no. I, we were just making it up as we went and hoping for the best. Yes. And now when hopefully we farm again and have a farm business, I'm like, oh, we should have a mentor like yeah. explaining to us who's done it before and can guide you on that path.
2: Yeah. And like seeing seeing success, I think, too. Um, like one of the biggest things when I got started was there was nothing in Trenton necessarily. Like in the in the food space that was new and thriving, um, like everything there is old standard. Like mm-hmm. Tomasas has been there for so many years, mm-hmm. um, and they're like holding together Trenton's food space, essentially, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and the evening atmosphere that's in Trenton. Without Tommaso's, there would be no evening traffic in Trenton. So I think starting the cafe, I knew I had something to grow off of. But even today, like I talked to the counter that just opened up down the street. Yeah. And it's so nice to know that there's people that are wanting to open up these other businesses that are kind of working off the idea that you once had too. Mm-hmm. So,
1: Well, if you one of you succeeds, you can all succeed. Y- we you are all, I mean? yeah, yeah. It's like, I think that whole... You know, that whole assumption of if you're succeeding, then I can't succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, you can all succeed at once.
2: Yes. And <laughs> you know I think what what I mean? that's a, a very old style mindset in business is that everybody's competition. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I feel like my thought process is everybody, like we should be collaborative and mm-hmm. everybody should be working together. Yeah, for sure. Because... I worked together with all my neighbors when I started the the cafe and networking and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um and none of them seem our competition to me. Like I have an art gallery across the street and, and people always ask me, they're like, Oh my gosh, so the, the, the art gallery opened up across the street. I'm like, Yeah, and I'm a I'm a big customer. <laughs> like I like yeah. like they do cool. so many great events and they do live yeah. music and you know, yeah. we need more spaces to open and to, to have that confidence to open in, in To be
1: willing to do it. To be
2: willing to do it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Downtown Belleville is I find kind of the same situation right Mm -hmm. now. It's like, okay, so Capers is open at night. And then like, what else? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that the little anime shop, Doki Doki, she specifically opens on Sunday. She's like, nobody else is open on Sunday. She's like, why am I not open Sunday? So she opens on Sunday. Yeah. And so it's just like, you know, building, it's like having the confidence and, you know, the guts to be able to just like.
2: And that's, that's creating that collaboration too, because I think the County does it. Quite well on the collaboration style Mm -hmm. of business because they're closed on Wednesdays.
0: Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. A random day. I love that
2: in the food industry because you know your lead up to the weekend is is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Some some people take an extra long vacation. So, like having those dialogues with uh, with fellow business owners, I think has created that Wednesday uh, food industry break. Right. That's Mm
0: -hmm. what I realized when I. Blacked out and went chaotic earlier in this. That was what I was thinking about. How when you start a business, people nor- normally want to help you and are willing to answer your questions for the most part.
1: <laughs> even well, even with the podcast, it was like we were asking our coworkers to be our first guests. Yeah, because
0: it's like, okay, like, can we do this? <laughs> also, like, maybe we, we could. Yeah, do this. we were like, we we're not a thing yet, so we had no one willing to like come talk to us. So we are like, hey, Emily. <laughs>
2: Hey, let's interview yeah, well, Paul you. Yeah, know. desk.
0: <laughs> Paul Ferguson, please sit down.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a great one to interview. Oh,
0: no, he was fun. Yeah. That was another one. He has so many that. good
1: stories. I keep telling that, man. I'm like, you need a podcast of all like the stories of the people he's met and the adventures he's been on with radio, country yeah. radio, because there are some things that
0: people don't know that are incredible. And I'm just like, I want to do like the back life of radio because people think radio is dying, but jokes on you. It's not.
2: It definitely isn't. No. And where did I was just thinking about what was it yesterday? Oh, we were talking about libraries I of all libraries. things. I love libraries. And, like, and and it was a conversation between three people in the cafe and, and then I was just listening and then I, I chimed in and they were saying how like, oh, like it's hard to see like libraries that aren't as many people and she's like, I, I said They're quite innovative, actually, because this lady was telling me that they have like Wi-Fi routers that you can like rent.
1: You can rent. They have like 3D printers, yeah, and crickets. Yeah,
2: like that's innovation. Like a library, I would have never seen is that. No, yeah, it's like a maker tools. So if you
1: want to, you know, try something but not necessarily dish out four hundred bucks for like a cricket, yeah. you can go to the library and just try it out.
2: That's good to know because I've always wanted a cricket. I have
1: one. Downstairs. We have
3: always,
2: We'll
0: bring it you, to the if cafe. If you want to we'll borrow like, it, like well,
2: tapped on the table,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're done. Get out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you're welcome to borrow the cricket.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring it to the cafe and do crafts.
2: We'll, we'll do crafts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you have a
0: craft anything? night? Oh, hmm? you should. Can we have, have a craft night.
2: Oh yeah. A stitch and bitch. Ooh, that'd be good. I like that. We're gonna change up our yeah. We're gonna do it.
0: Stitch. I'm also gonna I, I literally want to sit. With, what and else start do you need? You sit
1: with your tea or your coffee and you stitch and you just Bish. chill.
2: Yeah, we'll do it. I've always kind of wanted to do like a, a knit a knitting day. Oh, I, I love
0: why. knitting and yeah. crocheting. Yeah. yeah, That's like my jam. That's
2: one of those weird things that I do know how to do is how to knit. Really? Four H taught me that.
0: Nice. No, you and did. It was
2: like 4-H? a competition. Competition with my sister too. Stop be like, who can get? She always got. What
0: did you? Show she finished in the scarf,
2: and I'd be like, three rows in, and be like, I'm done with this thing.
0: Oh, that's what Jeanette does. I'll be like crochet, and then she'll start and get frustrated, and she's like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> what did you show animals in 4-H?
2: No. oh Okay.
0: No. I have no idea what this is. 4-H is like young agriculture. Yeah. You show I'm... animals, and then you like people brush their cows and wash them and blow them out.
2: We did a baking one where oh, like we made brownies. I. I I just vividly remember the brownies weren't good but now I own a cafe and we make brownies <laughs> and so. they're good and they're pretty good, and they're pretty so.
0: good. Katie's a, a brownie connoisseur. I love quintessor. brownies whenever I come to the grinding vine I You're get like- the like it's like the triple chocolate brownie. I'm like, I'm gonna eat one of those. Like, to one go. One of those go. And I'm gonna <laughs> eat that later. Uh no, four H. My niece started it's actually now it's Clover Buds because she's in the pre four H. She 4-H. shows a lamb.
2: Nice. <laughs>
0: Blow dries that batch.
2: Like that's fancy. Yeah. You get I add some glitter. <laughs> I am wait,
0: you can add glitter to them? Yeah, people like shine their cows. Shine their cows. And they're like glittery like cows spray you put on them to what like what the fuck I want to go to this oh have you I feel like I have to take you to a fair like it's gonna blow your mind yeah I'm like <laughs> and the when you show your animal you have to wear it all white why I don't know
2: do you know why no I don't that
1: seems really inconvenient yeah because you're just gonna get would you not just get
0: dirty I don't know I'm usually dirty so white scares me <laughs>
2: so. I'm like newly into white clothing. You're, yeah,
0: that's a very nice white knit sweater you, you have on. Did you. you knit it yourself?
2: No, I didn't.
0: Maybe next time. Maybe
2: next time.
0: <laughs> Do you have any shout outs, like of things coming up? People you want to shout out, anything?
2: Um, my shout outs. I feel like I've been shutting out little, like, businesses throughout the whole thing. What is the grind of... We're very excited for summer. I'm, like, already channeled for, like, patio season. So, we're having a very different look on our patio. Some major styled events that we will be doing um, on a monthly basis. So... uh, if anybody is interested in our social media and keeping up with the events that we do, it's at the grind and vine. Um, and our social media will give you all the updates you're needed. And mm-hmm. as you probably saw, like we're working on some fun, real content too.
0: You're real. of you working out with all the things and <laughs> <cafe. laughs> all the things in great. the face? Yeah. yeah. I literally died. <laughs> I was like, I can't anymore.
2: We'll what take. my employees get me into is, uh, yeah.
0: I like they are into it. I try to get people into reels here. They're like, no, I'm like, Fine. I think it helps
1: though that you kind of like understand why you do those things yeah. it's like yeah you know it feels silly but it, it's yeah, kind it of fun it feels doing silly it.
2: I did it in front of the cafe and everybody had a ball watching me to, to record this reel right Yeah, and then like for me I'm like not necessarily my product is in it and it's not like I'm pushing like hi this is Taylor from the Grind and this is our new coffee of the week or and it yeah. has this 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 in it because I feel like that's what a lot of people do for sales and marketing mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. just being visual yeah. and that's like yeah. the biggest thing for me in social media is I don't overpower I don't post every day I don't post yeah. every hour or whatever uh, that like a lot of people just worry it feels about good. Yeah, yeah a lot of people worry about keeping up on a regular posting but I said it's more about what you're posting and the quality of it and yeah. being visible and making it relevant to the people that you're posting rather than quantity. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Fully agree. Yeah.
0: Snaps for that. Well, thank That's you. This was a mean. joy. You brought me a lot of joy today.
2: Well, happy Thursday.
0: Happy Thursday. Happy or
2: whenever Thursday. this is going to air. I don't know. Um, next
0: Wednesday. Yeah. yeah,
2: next Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. And it's
0: the first of March, too.
2: Woohoo! Pinch- that, that was amazing. amazing!
0: He's so tall. So tall. I knew he was tall, but... So he told me he was 6'6 six, six, and I'm 5'4. So he's like over a foot taller than Isn't me. Isn't that like, that's really tall. It's really tall. And I think so when I saw him today, I was like, you're so tall. Because I just feel very small. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and like my so brother is nice. tall, but not that tall. So it was just like, I was like taken back by his he's beautiful height. He's so nice. He's so nice. And like one of those people that
1: is very, like I feel like the last time machine wise here is we did an episode with Alyssa from Nomad Creative. Then we had mops Mm -hmm. and then we talked to Taylor. So it's like these three very confident business people. And I just like, I don't know if it's like spark something in me, but I feel like the fire in my gut. And I'm like, I'm going to just, I want to do all the things and like build something. And I'm like, I think that they're giving me kind of like that drive and the inspiration to kind of, like...
0: Yeah. Just do they it. They make me want to, too, because they all talk about network, networking. Mm-hmm. And as you call... You said as a network king. I'm, like, yeah. honored. Um, I love networking, but... And last night I did... Because we're in a time machine. Last night I was at the... In 20 Women in Business. And Marg Hatchie was talking about um, personal and business goals. And I've always been nervous to set goals because I'm scared of failure. Mm-hmm. But I think it just really... Just all these things are kind of like lining up that, okay, I want to like work on my goals and work on myself and work on networking and Belleville and Quinny and Trenton all have amazing networks and amazing business people in them yeah. that are willing to chat with you and support you. And yeah. even in this podcast, I feel so supportive that people are even taking the time out of their day to come talk to us for an hour. Yeah.
1: And it's just like, we have such an incredible business community. Yeah. And I just want to be part of that more. Yeah. And I'm admittedly very bad at the networking thing right now because social anxiety.
0: But I think that's fair. Like, even yesterday, I was having one of those days where just, like, nothing was going the way I thought it was going to go. And things just kept coming up. And. I was like, Oh, I right. like the last thing I wanted to do was go to that event. Mm-hmm. And then I went and you know what? It actually like brightened my day. Cause I got to hang out with Jenny and Stephanie and Chantel from trend, but like just all these like really cool people. Yeah. Um. So it was, it was cool.
1: I think my biggest regret is not going only
0: because, because your child's still not sleeping.
1: <laughs> I went home and I fell asleep and then I woke up at like 27 after five. And I was like, I literally don't even think I could move if I wanted to because I am so tired.
0: I think sometimes you have to know what you have the. Capa- I think we talk about that a lot, having the capacity for things, and sometimes it's just not the night, you know. Yeah. But there'll always be networking events, and and, and I think stuff. I'm just like I'm so
1: hard on myself about that, but then I'm just like, oh right, I have two children, I am also You're so busy. in school, yeah. I am all, you know what I mean? Like it's like I'm not saying those things to brag, but like I mean, somewhat little brags. Yeah. Like it's just it's a lot, and I'm just sometimes I. I bite off more than I can chew. Yeah. And sometimes I hit my limits. And
0: I think too, short weeks are always hard after a long weekend. Yeah. Short weeks are tough. No
1: sleep is tough. Transition is really hard. I, I feel like I've been having this conversation a lot lately um, with uh, specifically Kat. Yeah. Is like just like transition and change and not even like just growth, personal growth and mm-hmm, like how friendships change how relationships change how like and how to you know overcome that and grow
0: I think one thing too for Jeanette and I coming to Belleville is it was not planned yeah it was kind of um out of our control and it was done in a messy way and and I think that it took me longer to heal and and get used to it because it was so sudden and like for instance we just like settled some things up about the farm. We're like selling the rest the Buffalo or the, the rest of the Buffalo are going in March. I don't feel like I've really had a disconnect from it yet because there's still things there's we've still been having to are... figure out. Um, is the Buffalo the last thing? Yeah. And like we're still keeping Tipsy Willow going because yeah. like I think one thing I learned with my goals is in the next three years, like we want to buy a farm and, and mm-hmm. I think farming will always be a part of our life, which is why now I'm like talking about it more on the podcast, even in this episode with Taylor. Like I and maybe there'll be more things coming that's a maybe. Maybe. maybe i have to talk to some people but it's it's and yeah so i just i am healing i like today i know i'm manic and i think it's because there's just like so many things my brain is moving really fast and mm-hmm. and so i'm a little bit manic but um i recognize that now in my life so that's kind of like the
1: self-awareness is like a really good thing to have.
0: Well, cuz what used to happen when I was get would get manic is cuz I I do feel really good when I'm manic and like I can get so much done and blah blah blah. But whenever I would get manic I'd be like, things are going too well. Something bad's about to happen. Mm -hmm. And it's because I was about to go into like a downward spiral. But now I've learned to like catch myself and be like, okay, I'm manic, which means there may be triggers that are about to make me very, very, very depressed. Yeah. But I can catch it and be like, okay, (laughs) we don't need to self-sabotage and like give myself alcohol poisoning and die. (laughs) Did that one. I didn't die, but like I did give myself alcohol poisoning. Um, So yeah, just, Don't 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 do that. Don't do that in Costa Rica. No, I won't. Okay, well, but Taylor was a joy. If you haven't been to the grind, I'm I'm assuming everyone has. But if you haven't, go. It is, you can pick up coffee to go. You can drink wine. You can drink, eat delicious brownies. You can get glossy sandwiches, charcuterie that look like roses. You can order
1: online. It's just yeah. It's honestly just such a great space, and like you just feel like there's those spaces. Sometimes it's like you walk in and you just kind of feel like it's. Comfortable and homey, mm-hmm. and I feel like I, yeah, I feel like that's what the Garden Vine vibe gives me.
0: Yeah, but like whenever I'm in Trenton, I go every single time. Yeah,
1: like I can't leave without going.
0: No, for that triple chocolate brownie.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do many things for brownies.
0: Well, happy first of the month, happy March. I feel like we're on the countdown to spring. Is there Thank anything God. else we need to talk about in this episode? <sighs> um. No. The Babies of Quinty podcast is recorded and produced at Starboard Communications, home of 95.5 Hits FM, Cool 100, and InQuinty.ca.